0: What's up guys, and welcome to another episode of the Athletic Mindset. Today's guest was a winner of the Grey Cup and the CFL last year, as well as a star defensive standout at Dartmouth University, winning Ivy League Defensive Player of the Year award back in 2017. Without further ado, I'm really excited to welcome on Florin Ormelade. Florin, how we doing, man? Uh, things are good. a
1: lot of since
0: I've seen you yeah I know a lot of happened since then but (laughs) well be good to catch up what got you started in football like what spiked your interest and why'd you begin uh funny the the reason I guess the not even the reason the way I started was um remember Coach Williams from Blake was a
1: basketball coach I always played basketball Mm -hmm. and but his brother uh Football coach. Okay. I guess his brother wanted, wanted to get as many of the I guess, best athletes you can get. And our coach was like, well, you're building like a football player, you should try it. And I was like, yeah, I put it off.
0: away the hitting got like get up or you or you quit, and I I got up. Yeah, that's what definitely one way to look at it. Um, now, I mean, most people that go on to play Division One don't pick it up in in high school so late. I guess what was your moment? When did that come in your career that you were like, okay, I could be pretty good at this?
1: I don't know if I knew it during the season
0: but like after the season I see some things like schools take interest in me mm-hmm.
1: and um, and I was kind of like the I guess not surprising but kind of surprising rest like, in like lifting, like you like be a football player, you know. Yeah. yeah. And I did that and I was blessed enough to yeah,
0: work to work out. That's awesome. And you mentioned yeah. some you got some college interest after junior year. Um what was that, yeah, I guess, that was- Back a little bit, but I guess what was uh, your recruiting process like then? And then how would you end up choosing Dartmouth? Um. So, uh, so
1: like, I I knew my. I guess my recruiting was all gonna call go my senior year, mm-hmm. basically. So my junior was, it was. good to get interest, but I wasn't strong enough to like give me offers. I was like I said, I wasn't. I wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. um and um'm and um, I'm i like I was a good athlete like that's what they talk
0: film but I was I'm not like prototypical height like i'm short for my position and stuff like that so mm-hmm. so i guess I really had to put in like a good senior year and i It was crazy I actually got injured like four games in my senior year okay so I think I remember but, that a little bit was it but uh, Schools. Um, I feel like a lot of people underestimate the academics too. Um, oh well, yeah. I have always, always had well. I didn't know, but I good. Yeah, but, but you, I mean, I knew I had. I always had good grades for the most part. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now talking about your experience at Dartmouth, you end up there. Historically, a great college. Was that a tough transition? Like, like you oh, said, yeah. Ivy League level academics, like, what was that transition like for you? Academical, the hardest transition of my life. Um, <laughs> the, first, well, the first term, I got a 2.2. Oh man, I can't make it here. <laughs> and, you know, you're, tra- you're traveling,
1: like, in season. And I think the biggest part why my grades suffered is because I, I wasn't able to go to class because we were traveling. Them, so, mm-hmm. mm yeah.
0: But you know, and, and especially public—I uh, don't know if this is public school—but a like, black guy, I was smart enough not to ever really need anyone to really help me, whether it was a teacher or yeah, else, or a uh, student. If it were, if anything was a teacher, but mm-hmm. you know, the teachers in in college—they're not as excessive. nice like, they have office hours and stuff. Yeah, but that falls during where, practice hours. <laughs> yeah. 100% and, and obviously, obviously you had to put the work in like to really study mm-hmm. so I think to but, me yeah. that, that was the hardest transition for me was like you actually had to study <laughs> yeah <laughs> and like yeah. stay up late at night and all that I just it didn't come as easy anymore yeah that's the thing for, like in football season you know one want to study just cause you've been up so long practicing it's like you're you're getting tired yeah <laughs> What what advice do you have for someone that's going through that transition as like a current freshman? Uh, I would say don't be scared to ask for help. Make as many friends as you can from Mm -hmm. the beginning. Uh, Yeah, I think that's good advice. uh, Don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah. I feel like that's definitely something you learned from from football. Um, while at Dartmouth, though, you ended up being the Ivy League Defensive Player of the Year in uh, two thousand sixteen, right? Yeah. Uh, what allowed you? Like, what about your game allowed you to get that kind of honor? And what do you like attribute that to? I had really good coaches, honestly. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot. I watched film. I already,
1: like a, like especially as a pass rusher, mm-hmm. I knew what plays were passed and what plays were run just from seeing film and knowing what. The, and the coaches did a really good job preparing. So if you if you know where, it, where it's pass and run as a pass rusher, if you always know. If you know where it's pass, it's not that it's easy, but like
0: it's, 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 it's half the battle, you know. You know yeah. It takes out some of the reading of the game out uh, you already know what's happening. <laughs> I feel like you're able to you're able to act instead of reacting to what the offense is doing if you're prepared. Yeah, exactly. So, I uh-huh. had some had a good
1: teammates. I always had, I always had my senior year running as good as my junior year. Mm-hmm. But we've all like all four years I was there. We always had really good defensive players. So when you have
0: guys that can play around you. Um, yeah, I feel like a lot of it depends on your core group and kind of that position room and having those guys definitely can help you out. Um, so you transitioned out. You ended up going through um, the draft process undrafted um, and then signed with the Rams as a free agent after that. Can you talk me through that experience? What was that like? Uh, never working on the draft day. Um, it's
1: just kind of a uphill battle, mm-hmm. but it's, a, um, it's really, it's really like a, a dream that you have, you know, yeah. to play the NFL guys playing, you know, to get the best, you know, every single day and play and play against them, like, and, uh, I mean, what's are the biggest takeaways we have from it. When you're doing the, when you're going through that stage mm-hmm. but I mean the draft process is also cool like picking an agent doing stuff like
0: that seeing who's who's right for you you know no so, yeah and I'm sure sh- I'm sure you were able to learn a lot from that time with the Rams too um yeah that was uh I guess that was right before this past season right um yeah So that was, I mean, they ended up making it to the Super Bowl that year. It's pretty impressive. I'm sure you got to pick the brains, though, of those players. That was the year um, before. The year before. Okay. I was in the second year they made the playoffs. Hey, still impressive. (laughs) Were you able to, um, like, pick the brains of of those guys on that team, though, while you were there? Yeah, that would help. That would really, uh, uh, especially since I was playing SL
1: linebacker. I know I did not play SL linebacker. Played as much in more I back Uh huh. So, um, yeah, the stories are the really cool about, like, um, like um, telling you stuff that you, that was, like, helpful. Uh huh. Like, Mark Barron and I they were, they were both, you uh they were both, like, willing, you know.
0: Yeah. That's awesome, especially to see someone, like, when they have their. Of, it's already made for them and yeah. now they're trying to give back and help that that next set of guys um, make a career out of it too that's good to see um, so after I guess your training camp with them uh, things didn't work out you end up in the CFL with Calgary right what was that transition like playing you know in a different country I mean it's close by but not really to home what was that transition? Yeah, it's really like a, a different country. It really is a different country. Uh-huh. Um, it's, it's, it's been great. I mean, the, tra- the transition is, um, um, what do I say?
1: Yeah, I think the, you're just excited to play football after being out of the game for a while, you know? Mm-hmm.
0: Different. Um, So, what's keeping, I guess, currently, what's keeping your NFL dreams alive? Like, what's your motivation for that? My motivation for keeping my NFL dreams alive? Yeah. I'm assuming that's still, you know, the dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's great sure. advice you gotta just as long as it's fun but it doesn't matter it's too hard not to for I agree um, the, I guess the last bit on your, on your little NFL experience is do you have any advice for those that are going through that process of you know, not making a team it's, it's tough when you put yourself out there and, and don't end up making it do you have any advice for those people that deal with that kind of thing um, at the end of the world I would say mm-hmm. if, if you're good
1: if you're good there it's the uh, or another can find you that's your aspiration mm-hmm. um, and it's not like you are blessed to, to get to in the first Percent of all college players, like one or two percent. So. I thought it was even higher. Uh, <laughs> uh, it might be, high, but it you was know, something low like that. But like
0: you, yeah. yeah, I feel like. Or you say you say even more, even less. Even even less than that. I mean, yeah. um, yeah, that's what I meant. Like it's just a smaller statistic. It's such a a low percentage. Players, so I guess transitioning to your mental approach of like the game itself. Um, you gave a good, great background there of where you are and think with things during the live game. In each snap, is there anything specific going through your head as you do what you do? Uh, yeah, like during the game or before the game? During the game, during the game itself. Uh, during, the, during the game. You just gotta make sure you get the play. <laughs> make sure you get the play call
1: so you know what you're doing on the play. <laughs> uh, so you, once you get that I feel like everything just um goes, goes together after that. If you as long as you have you know what the play is, you get freaked out with it. And not freaked out, but so what, what I do is I look at the play, see where the running back is, so I can find out what protection think about what moves you used against the whole line before mm-hmm. if you know you've been beating him speed 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 it may be time for you to, to speed the car you know or like opposite I've been short and then he's been on my spin move or something he's been on my inside and it's time for the to so, outside you know things like that you, you, know those, you know those things going into it what's that
0: I got you. What's that feel like when you, not kind of guess, but you plan right with your move, on your rush, and you, I can you got it, everything clicks, and you get home for a sack or tackle for a loss. What's that feel like?
1: Just great. <laughs> there's no, help.
0: there's a no the sack. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. That's, that's fun, you know? Yeah. Now, I guess talking about game flow in itself, um, obviously there's been a lot of said about momentum in sports and being on one team's side and not the others. When momentum's not on your team's side specifically, are there any things that you do to help, I guess, turn it back onto your side or in your favor? You gotta make a big play. I mean I
1: was decent. You, can't really
0: do
1: you gotta make a big play. Mm-hmm. Uh, stripping the ball out is what I like to do. That's what I've been good at. Uh, getting the ball out. Uh, I think that really turns to the game out the town. And when you get stripped, your strip side bro. that takes points off the board for them and gives your team an opportunity to get points. You know?
0: mm-hmm. That's, that's, all right. that's that's all you can do really. sometimes you can't you can't you can't momentum a real thing. Like the thing is like it's like uh, it's just how you feel, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you feel that on the I guess on the other side of things? Do you feel it like when it's on your side and you're playing and oh, yeah, you can't yeah. do anything wrong? Oh well, yeah, <laughs> but you know what I mean. You know, like you just feel like everything's going your way. Yeah, that's uh, it's real That's awesome. Um, yeah. Now, talking about, I guess, your preparation for the game. Do you have like a specific pregame routine? And if so, like, what does that look like on a each game? Yes, I do. Um, it changes everywhere
1: I go. Um, just based on resources and based on.
0: Yeah, basically, just based on reasons. So. Yeah. Are you... Uh, I was going to say, are you, like, superstitious at all about uh, everything? Or no. Not really. No, not really. No. Uh-huh. My uh, routine is just based on, like, I
1: go to chapel, and then I go to hot tub, and i Mm-hmm.
0: Mentioned a lot of physical things that you do pre-game. Is there anything from a mental approach that you like to do that gets you like locked in? I think you touched on it there I, I took um, a lot of coaching I have a coaching science minor so I took a lot of okay. sports science and sports psychology courses and yeah. one of the theories is that there's an inverted U as far as to your arousal state so um, you, there's such a thing as being under aroused and then over okay. over aroused and you want somewhere in, in right? the middle Like you yeah. want to be stimulated you have to have a challenge to stimulate you but you don't want to be overstimulated where now you're making mistakes. Do you find that you have teammates that might get too amped up and make mistakes because they're too, too amped up? Yeah, for sure. Especially in college. Yeah. <laughs> 100% Because I feel it, like, I mean, especially in football. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got people that have no idea what the play
1: is. Yeah. You know, for sure, like if they had a paper exam, they could tell you well, I don't, I don't know for sure, but, like, at least some of them, they, could, they definitely could tell you, especially at school like Dartmouth, they know the play. But if they get in the game situation, even if sometimes practice, they get too high, And it's like, it's like, oh my goodness, like, you know what we're
0: doing. Yeah. Now, you, you said you use, I guess, a slower song, gospel music, to, like, kind of bring, back control. Yeah. yeah, bring you back, back like in you don't really have that out on the field though do you have anything that you you gravitate towards out there no, On on the field I'm calm I'm like uh, I'm steady on the field are you zoning out pretty much the crowd and and everything that's going on around you oh yeah people like will tell will tell me like you know my my car
1: for they didn't play football they'll tell me they call my name call
0: Anything to get you there, or are you just kind of you're there. I have all my motivation intrinsic me, yeah so it's funny I feel like not a lot of people possess that that extra role Wait, like it's it hard, hard right? enough to be good enough as yourself you know yeah. it's a whole another story to do what you gotta do and be responsible to get everyone else around you doing the yeah, right I've thing seen, I've, seen, I've seen people do it though yeah it's nice it can be done it's not easy but it can be done yeah um, so your time so far in the CFL you guys won the Grey Cup last year right uh huh what um yeah. what was uh, that experience like as a player it was crazy I mean really really special moment. I remember that one for a while what what made it so special for you uh
1: uh we were doubt going into the playoffs we've been a really good team throughout the season but we lost three games straight to like close out the season so like one a three game losing streak and then one one game all <laughs>
0: like your career defining moment so far? Would you say you have one? I think I'll f i will think I'll give my career defining moment
1: um, next year or at the end of this year we'll see. hmm Um so I'm injured right now, I've been injured since the preseason.
0: Okay. So I think I'll be modified when I come back. Um, what what are you what are you dealing with injury wise right now? Uh torn cartilage. Okay. That's not a fun one. Um, nah, no, not at all. How do you stay positive? Like, What's that rehab process like and and all that? Well, what I stay focused. Well, I don't know. I just...
1: It's tough. Just, just gotta... But it's very easy not to be
0: positive, though. Mm-hmm. I think what's what's found at least with the people that I've talked to and and myself personally when that when you're hit with that kind of stuff if you're able to bring it back to your why and why why you're doing it then and preferably if it's something bigger than yourself that's going to be yeah. what helps get that's you back and all that Yeah, that's true. If you if you don't think of yourself that, like that's true. I guess it was just me. I'm not going to say I
1: will quit, but, like, yeah. it would be, it would be, like, okay, whatever. Not whatever, like, I would still be playing, but it would be it'll a lot different. You know? hmm Like, when you gotta, when you do it for so many other people, it's like, all right, like, I really gotta, you know, I really gotta go. Yeah, there's what? There's that, there's that, and then there's also, like, this present moment is nothing compared to, like, the, come, the comeback. Like, mm-hmm. This present stuff isn't compared to, like, the glory. That will happen later, you know what I'm saying? So So when you have, like, your big test, and, like, I mean, I've had had hip surgery before my senior season, and, like, that was my best collegiate season. Mm -hmm. Individually, it was my best team season of my life. So I'm not, it's not, I'm not going to be the same, it's just, like, you just got to know that all things are working
0: for good at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. Even though it goes bad at the beginning. That's what I like keep to focus. That's how I keep focused. Yeah, 100%. Now, anything, I guess, in particular that you would attribute to your success so far? Yeah. I mean, I feel like at that point, you gotta, you just got to keep pushing. Um, yeah. If you, if you firmly believe it. like sometimes. What keeps you going, though, during those times? The the, the end of the, end, the ending, you know? Yeah. It's just, this, is, this is just the beginning. You yeah. know? That's a good outlook to have. Um. Is that kind of like your current mindset right now as you're trying to make a living through the game that you love? Oh yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Now, have you have you ever used visualization prior to a game? And if so, I mean, how would you use that? Uh, I visualize, like, when I watch film, I visualize, mm-hmm. like, I put myself in the situation.
1: Like, so like if I see the ball carrier putting the ball on, I know, oh, this is interception. Mm-hmm. Or if I get the set, like, I see it on film. I get the set, I already know where I'm going. I'll and
0: like not nothing about anything and just you know mm-hmm. uh, yeah I don't really do that per se I gotcha I think those those extra reps whether or not you know you're not actually physically doing them but that's gonna set you up and serve you well like when you are able to come back yeah and get you up to speed a little bit faster hopefully yeah uh, what advice do you have kind of for that younger generation that next generation of athletes here as they're trying to make it either in football or any sports in general. <laughs> I'm going to Instagram so much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I mean, that would be the advice that's debated, right? Uh, I think it's um, being able to make your own path. Not everybody's the same. And, like, a, like hard work is
0: relative. Like, what may be hard work to someone is not hard to someone else. hmm And what may be hard work for you may not be the same amount of hard work you, you need. You know what I'm saying? hmm No, I think that's well said. Yeah. I think that's well said. And especially especially the, yeah. the Instagram comment as well. I think that's also really well said. There's... <laughs> It's so easy to get caught up in comparing. Yeah, everybody comparing, you know? Uh, especially in sport. I feel like you just got to do you. And if you focus on you, you can be successful for you. Like, worry yeah. about yourself and not what all these other people out there are doing. yeah it's true. At uh, the same time, though, you have to be able to be, uh, be a competitor. Yeah.
1: You know? It's hard. You can't play football without being a competitor. Mm-hmm. Like, I like, I wouldn't say you, could, you can with best, but, like, in other sports, I feel like it's easier to not be such a competitor. It's just that, it's like, football is so visible, like, it's, like, literally, like, you don't compete. You're <laughs> get hurt, you
0: know? Yeah. So, like... <laughs> Yeah, I come. I come from the the non-contact uh, sports <laughs> side of things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but I know swimming is, is like super competitive too. No, it is. It is in its own right. Um, yeah. But I was always taught: swim your own race, and whatever happens, yeah. happens. Like, yeah. I guess you could apply it as like play your own game. And, yeah, like for football too. Like you don't want to be like oh like guy has sack like let me do something that's gonna give me a sack and then mess up the whole scheme and you end up not getting a sack too you know you gotta play each play like and wait for your turn like your boy just got a sack but your turn is coming mean, next you know it's, it's bigger it's just... bigger than you cause there's, yeah. there's ten other guys on that field with you that are all dependent on each one of you doing your job to like be successful and win as a team yeah. it's a team effort um, yeah. last one I got here for you do you have anything that, you know, maybe some regular people could implement into their their day-to-day lives that you've learned from football? Um, I mean, I think computing is
1: huge. Like, um, like you, there has to be a way that you can
0: and and worry about themselves like you can't make yourself better if you're always thinking about what that other person did you know -hmm. so I think that's very well said so I really appreciate the time man thank you all for tuning into another episode it's been a pleasure to be able to share Florence's journey with you If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe and rate us five stars wherever you follow us at. If you learned something from today's conversation, please pay it forward and share it with a friend. I'll see you all on Friday as I welcome on three-time Olympian and current Survivor competitor, Elizabeth Beisel. Have a great day.